Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of in-the-trenches, tell-it-like-it-is reality therapy for personal, business, and real estate investing success. With your hosts, powerpreneurs, Angela Thomas and Ron Phillips, it's time to get real. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Get Real Real Estate Podcast. And we're going to talk about... uh, well, everything we talk about is going to be real. That's the whole point of this thing. It's Ron Phillips, Angela Thomas. We're here to talk to you about the real part of the topics that most people talk about in podcasts. So anyway, welcome, Angela. Hey. We're, we're here. How's it going? Yeah. This is a great um, time to hear talk about, um, you know, the, the real side of, well, goal setting, I guess, New Year's resolutions, uh, what have you, because... Usually yeah. by this time of the year, everybody has already fallen off the wagon, right? <laughs> I mean, January's come, come. We've already made our resolutions. Everybody's kind of completely fallen off the wagon and completely forgot about anything that they already did. I know I have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I just pulled out my goals from last year and was, or from this year and, oh man, didn't quite hit the mark. So. Hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, the real question is, uh, Angela's, why is it that I'm not where I want to be? To all of you out there, you need to ask yourself that question. Like, why, why is it that you are not where you want to be? Yeah. Um, that's kind well, of an uncomfortable question, Angela, but it's important. It is. It is. And I mean, I think looking back at my goals from this year, <laughs> I mean, it's really easy to find things to blame it on. You know, I can say that uh, you know, other things came up that got in the way, or I was just, you know, I was too busy. There was too much going on. You know, some bad things happened this year that kind of, kind of threw me off track. But really, when it comes down to it, I did not make those goals a priority. I just didn't. I let other things uh, get in the way, and you know, just didn't didn't make it happen. I didn't do whatever it took to make those things happen, and I let the year get away from me. And here we are. You know. So, yeah, and I mean, I think, I think people can relate to that, Angela, is that, you know, <clears throat> people out there are going to listen to this. They're going to go, yeah, that, ha- that happens to me too. I mean, hopefully it doesn't happen by like January 15th, right? Hopefully we've not completely <laughs> yeah. fallen off track. But yeah, but I think a lot of people say, you know, if I'm falling off track, well, well, hell, then I'm done, right? I mean, I'm, that's it. When the reality situation is, is that we, during the year, we're always going to um, veer off track a little bit. Um, yeah. That's the reason why we got to write things down. We got to, we got to look at them and they've got to be, man, in my opinion, they've got to be big enough and bad enough and scary enough to warrant us working on them. Like the, the, the reward from these big, huge goals has got to be big enough for me to want to push to get them because if it's a tiny little reward and I got to do a whole bunch of work for it, well, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. And it's got to really align with who you are and, and with your passions, with your purpose, because if, if it's not connected, if it's some, you know, goal, like I want to make a hundred thousand dollars extra this year, uh, for me, that doesn't, that doesn't connect with something that's really important to me. I mean, money's great. We all want more money, but I think this year, looking back at my goals, some of them just weren't connected enough with my purpose in life, what really matters to me. And you know, if that's, if it's, if it's not, you, uh, 
I mean, it's a goal. It would be great if it happened, but I don't feel like you have enough drive inside of you because it's not connected with what you really, really care about. So, um, and your bigger purpose. Um, so, so Angela, I, 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 I found this, I was cleaning my desk. I, this time of year, I, I usually clear everything out of my office so I can start over again. It's one of the things I do. It's cathartic for me, right? I, I completely clean everything up. Each their own, you know. Right. <laughs> and and I found while I was cleaning up, I found these these goals right here. This is like oh, a cool. few pages of goals because I have these are from 2011, the year that my partnership completely blew up. Uh, and and it's it's this is so it was so fun to read these goals again because I have I have goals in in health, in business, and financial, personal, family, and spiritual. These are my those are where I set my goals. Mm-hmm. And I have two pages of goals, which is, you know, for most people, that's going to be like, what the, what the hell are you thinking? Do you can't possibly do How the hell are you going to get all those? Yeah. Right. I mean, you, and how do you think about those? Right. Um, you know, it's really cool. When I wrote these, I had a partner and, you know, business was doing pretty well and, and everything like you were there, Angela, you remember yeah. all of these. Oh, I remember this. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, so like every year, this is back when I used to, we used to have a, uh, a local club there in Salt Lake, right? Yep. And I, I remember, um, and Angela, Angela's probably going to, um, she's probably going to remember this a little different than me, but, but she <laughs> can tell you how she remembers this, but I remember the first one on here, my first one on the whole page is I, I, I weigh 185 pounds with less than 10% body fat. I compete in a bodybuilding competition this year and win. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to wait, tell wait, everybody. Re- like, wait, real quick. Yeah. So I was in the room when he shared this goal. He shared it at one of those events. Uh, we had a room of like, you know, 35 people. And I think we were recording it live too. But I was sitting there when he said it. And I was just thinking, how the heck? I'm like, you should have seen him back then. He looks totally different now. I used to travel with him. We would do those meetings um, in other states. And I remember one time sitting next to him on the plane and I was, I looked down at our legs and, you know, you can't really tell by my head, but I'm not a, I'm not that big. And I was sitting next to Ron and I was like, oh my gosh, my legs are so much bigger than Ron's. This is embarrassing. <laughs> like, how is he going to do this? I know. But, you know, one of the cool things about success yeah. is that you kind of, if you put it out there into the universe and you do it very publicly, like for me, I'm, I'm not going to say a goal and then I got to show up at my meeting again next year and tell people I failed at my goal. Not going to happen, right? Yeah. So when I did that publicly, it was for a reason. I knew there was, no, there was only one way this was going to work, and that's if I, if I publicly embarrassed myself. Yeah, so, right? Ron, how did it, how did it go? Because, I mean, I know that's a lot of pressure saying it to that many people. So, you know, you're a month, a couple months into it. Did you start to freak out a little bit or did it, I mean, how did, no, how it, was the dream? Just so you guys understand how big of a goal this was, I weighed 145 pounds at the time, right? <laughs> so I'm basically saying in one year, I'm going to gain 40 pounds and basically it's all going to be muscle because I was already more than 10% body fat at the time. So I was going to lose body fat and gain all of that weight. Yeah. I mean, if it was just gaining 45 pounds, I could totally do that. Right. Like, if I, I tried that, right? really hard, you know, so, but. Yeah. For me, this is really, really difficult because I'm I'm super hard gainer guy, right? So I go out and I start eating. I, I already was going to the gym all the time, so that was not a big deal. But I'm three months in and nothing 
has changed. Literally <laughs> nothing. I've gained oh, basically no weight. I mean, I'm, I'm sucking. So I, I knew I needed help. So I decided to go out and look for a coach. And, um, and this is a really key thing, right? Because a lot of people don't, don't think about this, but that coach gave me a, a meal plan and I worked out with her for, man, I think like four or five months and I gained like 15 pounds and lost body fat, which means wow. I gained a lot of, of muscle. And wow. it was, um, I had no idea what I, sh what to do. I didn't know how to do it. And she knew how to get me to a certain place. And then at the time I started to actually go and, and I was looking for a posing coach because in bodybuilding, it's really hard to figure out how to do all those poses. And everybody laughs at them. They're kind of funny looking, right? But yeah, it takes a lot to figure out how to do that <laughs> and how to make all your muscles flex all at the same time. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> my posing coach, he looked at me and he goes, dude, do you, do you want the truth? And I said, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. He goes, you're not ready for a show. You're not even Aww. close. Oh man. So I'm like, here I get, get kicked in the gut. But he goes, Hey, look, I mean, if you give it another like two to three months, you know, you can, you could look really, really good and come in really solid for the show. So I left my other trainer who got me to a certain point, hired him as my coach, all around coach. He changed my food. I ate way more than I was eating with her incidentally. And it was so awesome to watch my body completely transform. So here I went. I went from no success on my own, which right. I think a lot of people out there, doesn't matter what your goal is, right? A lot of people out there have no success on their own. You can own. run, run, run and feel like you're going nowhere. It sucks. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what was going on. And then I hired a coach, you know, and, uh, and she did really, really good for me. And then I hired what I consider to be now a, a, the the one of the greatest um, coaches and um, he's, he's coached a whole bunch of people, pro, pro bodybuilders now. Anyway, <clears throat> this guy made it so that I could go get on stage, feel confident. Um, and I didn't win. So I came up short, but I took third in my first bodybuilding competition. So my philosophy on, on this whole goal setting thing, Angela is, as you know, is I set huge goals because I figure if I get all the way to the end of the year and I'm almost there, almost there is so good, right? Light so, years I mean, ahead of where you were, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, if I would have set a goal to gain like 10 pounds and, you know, and look good. <laughs> look good. <laughs> and I come up short, that sucks, man. That sucks. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the whole realistic thing. I hated that word, um, realistic. I don't like being realistic because realistic basically is average. I like being yeah. above average. Yeah. So a huge thing I think with that story is that you made the decision 100%. You committed to it. So three months in, you know, when you weren't getting anywhere, you're like, doesn't matter. I'm going to figure out how to get there because I made the decision to hit this goal. Um, Absolutely. And, and yeah, that's real commitment. And that's what you need to make anything, any big change in your life, I think. So that actually, that reminds me of... Uh, you know, how I ended up working with you because for, you know, just so everyone knows out there, I've, I grew up with a mom. I think I talked about it a little bit last time, but she, she was a huge driver. She's just a, she's a very ambitious lady. She still, she still is. is. Yes. She's a driving personality. She's 
she's intense, but, um, I watched her start her own company that was very successful. And then, you know, later she got into real estate investing. Um, but growing up, I remember, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I always, always wanted to run a company, a successful company. Um, and then eventually own my own business. So when I got out of college at a young age and, um, I started, I started getting into the world of, um, so I went into retail as a manager um, and I, I worked my way up in the company, did what you're supposed to do. I, you know, always went the extra mile, showed I could handle more responsibility. Um, and I was promoted pretty quickly. I ended up running um, most of the yeah, Western side of the U.S. and I opened some flagship stores and, you know, I was doing really well, especially for my age. It was it was going really well. Um, and then from there, I, you know, I, I had a couple other pretty high powered jobs. I did really well in the pharmaceutical industry. Um, but I remember just, I just started feeling really depressed. I just, I mean, I was, I tried to, you know, not show it to anybody. I was always happy at work and, you know, trying to keep moving up in the company and show what I could do. But I just remember feeling so sad. I remember <laughs> kind of hiding out in my room. I lived by myself and I I remember just laying there just you know just sad and I'm like why am I so why am I so depressed? Like really anyone looking in it looked like I was doing pretty well, you know. I was getting moving my way up in the world, being more successful all the time, but but you know, it took me a minute to I just I thought about it and I'm like this is not what I wanted to do with my life. Like I'm heading down this path and it's, it's not the path that I always, that the younger me dreamed that I would be on. This isn't leading to where I want to go. This is, you know, if I keep working my way up in this corporation, who knows how far I could go in that company, but it's never going to lead me to running my own business. I mean, maybe I doubt I'd make my way up to CEO, who knows, but running my own company where I actually have, um, you know, have the power to make decisions and influence the trajectory of that company. That just wasn't happening there. In a huge corporation, it's so easy to disappear, you know, and not be seen. Um, so anyway, thinking about that, of course, that led me to browsing Craigslist and <laughs> finding Ron's company. Um, and I could tell from the way he described it in the ad that it was a small company. Um, and it was in real estate investing, which is, you know, I'd seen my mom do that. I knew it was awesome. I want, it was kind of my plan for myself. That's how I wanted to retire eventually and get passive income down the road. So I was like, okay, this is good. This will get me into real estate investing. Teach me more about that. That's the road I want to take as well as teach me how to run a company and, and maybe even work my way up and be able to influence, you know, where this company goes. Um, but the uh, position that I applied for was as an, an assistant to Ron <laughs> at the time, which was a huge, huge step down from where I was <laughs> and a huge pay cut. In, in um, every way, in every way possible. Yeah. 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 So, um, so it was, I mean, it was a leap. I had to, I had to really decide what was important to me and let myself get really uncomfortable, go out of my comfort zone, out of everything that I was good at and that I'd, you know, I'd earned respect in the, in the job that I was in and go to this new company where no one knew me in a completely different industry that I knew nothing about um, and build up my reputation again and, you know, try to get down a path that I, that would actually lead me to where I wanted to end up. 
So that was a big decision in my life that was super important. It was a, everyone around me thought I was crazy. My family was like, what are you doing? You have this great life. You're successful. Why would you take that job? You know? And so, you know, I had to live a little differently for a while, but it ended up leading me to so many great things that I never would have got to do um, and to where I am now. So it was definitely the right decision. And I'm, you know, I'm so grateful that I took it, but it was hard. I had to get really uncomfortable and, uh, you know, just change everything I was doing in my life to make that happen. So, and, and go back to taking a hundred percent, a hundred percent responsibility, right? Cause I, I think that's, the, yeah. that's really the key to this, man. I mean, I, I spoke at the Ohio real estate investors association meeting in, um, yeah, last year somewhere, uh, October or something like that, November. And, um, I did a Q and a with, uh, with the people there. And one of the guys asked a question that was not unique to him. Right. I mean, a, a ton of people in the, in the audience were probably thinking the same thing. Um, and I, I told them that I, I first started in this industry, um, flipping real estate, doing rehabs and things like that. And, um, the guy got up and he's like, Hey man, I know that, you know, uh, it was, it was probably way different for you. Right. Because now when I send out a mailer, like, the, the people, everybody gets like 15 of these mailers. It's completely different nowadays. And, and so, so he was know, saying no that your success you. is different, right? Right. I mean, like it's yeah. it was way easier for you than it was for, for this dude. Right. For me. Right. Than it was for okay. that guy. Yeah. Then the crazy thing is, is that it wasn't any different at all. When I, for when I remember walking into the first house I walked into after I sent my mailer and I saw my mailer, the exact same mailer because it came from basically it came from the same seminar company. Somebody right? else went to that seminar and did the same, same thing. Mailer, right? So yeah. here's the mailer. <laughs> it's exactly the same with somebody else's name on it, some other company name on it. And I just asked the guy, I'm like, okay, so on the table, there's there's however many mailers. It doesn't make any difference whether there's 15 or there's four or eight. If there's more mailers and one of them is identical, why was it that I was in the house and the other people weren't in the house? Great question. Why was it? Because I answered the phone. Oh. You know, all these guys yeah. send out mailers and then the phone rings. They get scared. They don't answer the phone. It's that whole, you know, what you were just talking about. Just get uncomfortable. But, but do the things that you have that are required to actually get where you want to go. If I want to buy a house and right. I'm going to market to a whole bunch of people, I have to be willing to answer the phone and negotiate with them. I have to to be willing to show up and go belly to belly with another human being and explain to them why it is their house is not worth retail price in the condition it's in. I have to be able to do that. That is a great example, Ron. That, I mean, how many times do we, you know, take one step, the first step towards, uh, something that we want, something we desire. And then, uh, you know, and then you kind of just wait for it to come to you instead of taking that next hard step and making yourself uncomfortable. I can think of a lot of times I've done that and it doesn't get you where you want to go. So that's a great example. Yeah. I mean, it goes back to both the things we were just talking about, right? If I would have not made this public, my, my competition, if I had not made that public statement, I'm three men, three months in and nothing has changed. It would have been really easy for me to just go, eh, is it that big of a deal? I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not making me any, I'm not going to win any prize money for this, right? No. I mean, this is just a like, thing. I don't look great. bad. I'm fine. You know, yeah, I mean, cool. was, I'm, I'm married. I got, yeah, she, I got, you know, he likes me, whatever. She, she still likes me the way I am. So, 
Um, uh. It would have been pretty easy to say, ah. and it's it's pretty easy to say in business, you know, for all you guys out there who are in business, and if you're in the real estate business specifically, you like, you know, man, this year sucked. This, 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 I, I hired these people, the people didn't work out. So I'm not hiring people anymore or I give up. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like this doesn't work. Or or my first, you know, my first investment property, um, I had an eviction and, uh, right out of the gate, whatever. I had an eviction the first couple months. Yeah. So obviously investing in real estate is not what I want to do anymore. That's just, yeah. it doesn't work. It doesn't doesn't work work because I had an eviction, right? Right. Uh, Real estate investing doesn't work because I sent the mailer out and I, and a house didn't fall in my lap. Yeah. Uh, What the heck? Come on. So, so the get real part of this is that I can, I can write a whole page, two pages of, of goals like this, but the reality situation is that if I don't write down corresponding to these goals, what it is I'm going to do to accomplish them. And if there's whatever it is that I write down, it's going to take two, three, four, five times what I wrote down to actually make it happen. All right. Right. If you don't want it badly enough, it doesn't happen. And I mean, for me, I never have the goal wrong like you to to gain weight. Um, mine's usually to lose like five to eight pounds, you know, just just for fun. <laughs> but obviously, it's just for fun, and I don't care enough. Wait a second, it's not just yeah. for fun. She does this in a bet ring with her sisters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, not just for fun because <laughs> Angela is crazy, crazy competitive. So it's not just for fun, guys. Okay, just, okay, fine. Yeah, actually, you know, the prizes, Ron, they stopped working. I no longer, uh, I no longer get motivated by winning some money or a you know fancy purse or whatever to lose weight. I don't know what the deal is. Now I have to uh, have a super embarrassing punishment if I don't hit the goal. <laughs> like uh, I lost one uh, actually a few months ago where I had to wear this absolutely hideous Mary Poppins type hat with flowers coming out of it in public. Uh, so <laughs> that one hurt, you know, I don't want to do that again. So, but my point was <laughs> what? Sorry, go ahead. Let's talk through the steps real quick of, okay. of how to how to set legitimate good goals. Let's mm-hmm. end on that and invite everybody to actually do it. Um, and then I'd, I'd love for people to actually either comment or like send us an email. Let us know what they are. I mean, pu- let, let's yeah. get public with this stuff and and actually do something this year. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I mean, I'm, so so the first step again was to accept complete and total responsibility for where you are at and for not hitting your goals. Um, you know, I, and no I'm going to throw one in here that's, that's, that's kind of different because over the last couple of years, Angela, as you, as you know, especially for you business owners out there, I have changed a little bit the, the direction, the way that I do my goal setting. I first put together my personal vision. I don't have any business involved in it. And there's a reason for that. And it's because yeah. the business can take over your life and if you're a business owner out there right now, you're probably going, yeah, yeah. Um, and and it, there's a little bit of a cool factor that goes along with that, right? Like, yeah, like I, I work all the time. And for all you 365, you know, seven days a week, 365, yeah. 24 hours a day, go, 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 grind, hustle. For all you people out there like that, if you just stop and take a look around you at the people who do that, Look at the carnage that is their family life. Look at the carnage that is every every aspect of their life, mm-hmm. except for their business. Can't do that. 
That's why sit down, write the personal vision exactly how you want it, then structure everything else on top of it, overlay everything else on top of it. Maybe we'll do another segment just, just on that, but that is so critical. Then start setting your goals. Make the decision that I'm going to actually accomplish this this year. Whatever this is, make the decision to do it, right? And commit 100%. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, and then it's the action plan. And, and Angela, as you know, we've been in meetings together for years now. The action plan that we lay out almost always changes. And it almost always augments, right? It's almost always bigger than you think it is. So whatever it is you think you've got to do, you probably have to do more than that. Yeah. And another really key part, I think, to that is to write down the small steps, the things you're going to do daily to hit that goal. Yeah. Um, because it's really easy to be like, you know, to push it out a week or, or say, hey, this month I'm going to accomplish this thing. Um, but I truly believe that the times that I've nailed, you know, and actually hit huge goals, it's because every single day I didn't let a day pass without taking a little step towards that. Um, there's really always cool. something you can do. Right, hmm. and one one of the really cool things we found this last year that that helped us a lot, um, and this is a book, guys. You should just write this down. Go get it. We get it on audio book or get it a regular book. However, it is that you 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 can read it for real, yeah. Right, um, go get it. It's called the Twelve Week Year. Um, awesome book. Yeah. Really love the contents of that book. Uh, another book that all that that goes along with goal setting is um, the Compound Effect. I love that book. Uh, and yeah. if you go get the compound effect, what you're going to learn in there is that the compound effect is always working. It's, always, it's either working for you or it's working against you. It's always working. It never sleeps. And therefore, you either need to, you either need to make it work for you because doing nothing is not an option. You will actually go backwards if you do nothing. Um, you, you have to be able to make that compound effect work for you. Um, so true. Yep. anyway, if you're not moving I, towards your goal, you're moving away, right? That's right. Yeah. So set some goals. I, I like to set them in health, business and financial, personal family, and then in spiritual. Um, those are the, the aspects of my life that I like to set goals. Um, but come up with your own, you know, uh, yep. make sure that you have goals in each one of those areas though. You can have all the money in the world. If you got no health, it really doesn't do you a whole lot of good. You don't well, enjoy it. Pay yeah. your medical bills. I mean, that that's good. Oh, good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, thanks, Ron. And uh, next time we're going to be uh, discussing uh, what true passive income means to us. So, mm -hmm. so check out that on our next episode. Thanks awesome. for listening. See you guys. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.